Welcome to another episode of Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. How's it going, Derek? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, we talked about the, the meanest link in previous shows. And recently, we had the chance to sit down with a group that did the meanest link. Uh, we had the chance to sit down with John and Mark Scarlett, also known as the Scarlett Brothers, Mark Rubino of MarkInThePark.com, Jeff McMurtry of Jeff jeffsmap.com and Scott Rogers. Unfortunately, the sixth member of their group, Jim Black, wasn't able to attend the gathering and, and sit down and chat with us. But uh, you know what? We sat down around the table and um, the whole point was just to let them talk about uh, their adventure on the, doing the meanest link. Unfortunately, I was I was unable to go to this uh, this gathering. Apparently, you need a passport to get into the States. And uh, I let my passport lapse a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know why I keep you around. And we had planned the drive together, this whole yeah. thing. And it's like, at the last minute, it's like, wait a sec. Don't you need a passport? Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. The Scarlet Brothers live uh, over in New York State. Uh, just a little drive across the border. And uh, yeah, even just, you know, a stone's throw away, you still need that passport. <laughs> But, but I'm I'm disappointed that I couldn't go to this. It, it was, I was looking forward to it. It would have been a wonderful opportunity to hear these guys talk. Yeah. Well, and that was, you know, and, and I got the group of them together. You know, we managed to get the group of them together to, in one place and, and we could just talk about the meanest link, uh, you know, straight from the horse's mouth as it were. And, uh, I mean, you've heard the interview here and they had a blast. Yeah, it was, it was, it's an awesome interview. So... Just sat down, I hit record on the, on the machine and we just let them speak and, uh, all five of them just went to town and here, listen to for yourself and this is what they had to say. So Bill, Bill Swift Sr., his nickname was The Meanest and he had a The Meanest of, Dude. The Meanest Dude, did he have other nicknames? Uh, probably not printable or... or <laughs> <laughs> but, but, he, but he was uh, a you know, part owner of Pathfinder at one point. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And yeah. very athletically fit as a young man. I mean, he set the, kind of set the record for the Dixon uh, Bonfield Portage. But I, I don't recall when I first heard about it, but I remember of uh, times meeting, you know, Bill yeah. uh, Swift, and and he, he was just a, a, an amazingly imposing physical presence yeah, yeah. You know, of, of, that he had uh, when he was in in uh, the the AO shop in in uh, uh, in the Oxton. At Oxton, you know, here and he just filled the place. You know, yeah. that's you know he was he was in charge. He was pleasant but, to talk with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 and I can remember it when we had had done the uh, uh, the bond share in '91. He was really enthusiastic about it. You know, that, uh, uh, I remember said, telling him that we did a lot of walking, and he said, "Yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet." Yeah, it was a lot of walking. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, uh, when I heard about it, I thought you know that it would really be a, a fun kind of thing to do especially because we're you know john and i are getting on in years you know he'll be uh, uh late 60s uh, pushing 70 and i'll be right behind him and it would be nice to get a challenge like this under our belts before you know when we can and we uh, had had come to know marcus and and jeffrey and and sean of, uh, and run across Scott at, at maybe some gatherings of, yeah. uh, uh, you mm -hmm. know, Algonquin uh, Adventures. I invited myself to the, the White Partridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and uh, uh, anyway, we had a meeting of the, of the board of uh, Algonquin Backcountry Recreationalists. Uh, uh, somehow or other, uh, John and I had found our way onto the, the board of, as I maybe token Americans to make it international or something. But uh, but anyway, uh, uh, asked Jeffrey and and uh, Marcus if they might be interested in, in trying the Minas Link, and they, you know, were enthusiastic, and that's uh, that was how I think it got started. You know, the idea of our doing it. And uh, you guys just got together, started planning it, yeah. and several emails, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> so so from first mention to I still have that file. Yeah first mention of it to when you guys actually set foot in the water for the first time? 
Well, it would be probably a year. You know, uh, uh, I'm not sure when that uh, when that Skype meeting of the board was, but uh, uh, the following season, I think. You know, uh, very likely. Uh, that first trip was in July, the where we did half of it, and uh, and then the following year uh, we did the other half, with the idea that uh, we'd end up close to John's 70th birthday, and uh, uh, as it turned out, we went a couple weeks earlier uh, in September for the for the second link, or the second half of it. But, and, there, uh, and there was the food drops. They yeah. they went up in the spring, didn't they? The food drops to, yeah, to Cedar. Yeah, yeah. Mark, yeah, Marcus was went up for a a trip in in May. Yeah. And and dropped off food uh, uh, with Jake at the at the AO yeah. store. And Ian and Sylvia were supplied us at Rain, at Rain Lake. Lake access. Yeah. That was our first resupply. Yeah. That was a hot day. Yeah. And then the second one was, so there were two of them all together. Yeah. The second one was a... And he and Sylvia was were longtime friends of, of John's in particular, living in, in Kearney just outside the park. Yeah. So this trip took a good year to, this uh, mini sling trip, a good year to plan, put into motion, have all the, mm. all yeah. everything yeah. on supplies and, and whatnot. Right. Now, did you guys originally plan to do it in two years or were you gonna try to do it all at once? I think it was a two-year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not exactly sure, but I think it was probably. Uh, I think there were time li the limit. People have jobs, and there were time limits. And uh, yeah. we, were, we weren't shooting for a record. We just wanted mm -hmm. to do. We the, just wanted to do, do it. Yeah. yeah. So you had the Rudolph plan. Yeah, over plans. Yeah. And I think even though we all own nice canoes, we rented. To, uh, to, <laughs> to avoid that liability. <laughs> well, uh, I've seen the videos and I've seen the, the pictures. When you start out on the Big East River, yeah. um, I, I don't know whether there's more rock or river yeah. at that point. Well, especially in July when we did it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which might have been a good thing if you had a spring rush coming against you. Yeah, people so. have done it in the spring, though. Well, That's it's, it's amazing because the water would be that How much colder. You get up that current. And you're, you're, yeah. yeah, you're in the water. I uh, mean, there were places, there were times when we were up more than waist deep yeah. walking yeah. against the current. Yeah. And pretty much everybody questioned our using the lightweight canoes. Oh, we yeah. Thought, yes. We yes. thought we should go Royal yeah. X, not, right. not the ultralight, because yeah. they would get too banged yeah. up. But actually, the yeah, the, no the canoes you know survived without no. uh, without any problems you know and, and did very well with them. And it was an opportunity. I you know I was certainly aware of Prospector lines as being you know a canoe design that's been around forever. But it was my first experience of any mm. consequence in a Prospector, and I really appreciated what a what an all-purpose you know canoe it really is. You know. That is but the cool. the seat in the front where I was was a bow paddler with Mark. Was too low. Which um, brand was that? So it, my knee was against the gunnel yeah. and just wore a hole in my hide. Was that the bell? That was the bell, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. the bell. Oh, that was the bell. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, that's right. We used a Swift the second. Yeah. yeah. And you were in you were in a, a Swift, weren't you? Me and Mark were. Yeah. 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 The yellow. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you guys enjoyed the Swift Prospector? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I liked the Good. Because that's what I just bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used it. Oh, yeah. And we used it on the second trip, and we were happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 no. So a nice stiff bottom to it. Yeah. Nice, uh, yeah. for the weight. Nice. Yeah. That was a carbon Kevlar, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So at the beginning, when you guys did the Big East, there was a lot of walking. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first day there wasn't. The yeah. first day going up up the river out of Huntsville, all the way up to the Williamsport Bridge, it was fairly easy. Yeah. Well, and it was just, sand. What well, we did walk was there sand. There was sand, oh. yeah. but yeah. Uh, just before we hit the Williamsport Bridge was when there was a bit of gravel. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. then it was then it was uh, uh, what's the the uh, the rapids that we that we walked up. Bent. No, that's the big big bend. Is it bent rapids? I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just before that first yeah. campsite. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jeffrey says it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I could be very wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Where did the plane come down low to check oh, us out? That was right by the park border. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The MNR spy yeah. plane. Yeah. Check yeah. you guys out. Yeah. That's a pretty cool picture, though, to see you guys from the air looking down on you guys going through the river. Yeah, I never I had a that. perspective like that before yeah. while canoe yeah. tripping. That yeah. was that was a real treat. Yeah. yeah. But for anybody contemplating it, the Big East 
really is the 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 meanest of the mm-hmm. of the uh, experiences, uh, uh, and and I really enjoyed it the most, even as challenging as it was uh, uh, and rugged. Uh, um, it was so variable in terms of the terrain, certainly variable in terms of the walking, uh, from sand to 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 uh, stone to cobblestones to boulders. Uh, uh, it, it offered everything and some beautiful rapids, some gorgeous campsites. Oh, yeah, yeah. D- uh, distressed dam. Yeah. Oh, back that stretch below the dam. Is yeah. just, I'd love to camp there for a couple of days. And yeah, just, a lovely just, spot. Beautiful Otherwise, area. about a quarter mile of. Uh, of, rap, yeah. of rapids through Paul, through bedrock, shield, just, yeah. yeah, lovely. Uh, yeah. You fished the bottom end of it without any luck. No, there's nothing there. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's nothing like that's seeing the, a place. That's the definition of nothing there. If Marcus doesn't catch anything, <laughs> doesn't doesn't. But I don't. I don't know. I think from Huntsville to. Uh, oh, there's a good, de- there's good deal in the park that t- where there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's MacArthur Shoot. Well, just, remember yes, that. Yeah, yeah. Remember, it was raining. The rocks were real slick, and we had to hand bomb oh, the canoes yeah, that that was, up uh, over the rocks. Yeah, we had to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really cool. is. It's also pretty, pretty amazing that for all the people that have done, done that stretch uh, over the years since this started, uh, as far as I know, nobody's been you know seriously injured and all that, mm. and scrabbling over rocks. Yeah. But in terms of just being exhausted, I don't think I think the tiredest I was was the next year going from Huntsville to. Uh, the Oxton, the Algonquin Outfitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was just a long day. Yeah, uh, yeah. We got in at dusk, started out early. Yeah. Well, and we and, and well, it wasn't too early. In the in in our tradition as as canoeists, we did it backwards and went upstream on the oxbow. <laughs> That's so, true. We tried to make yeah. it meaner. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Spirit of being yes, mean. <laughs> make it a little meaner. I don't know that anybody else has done it in that direction. Yeah. Not to my knowledge. I remember climbing up around High Falls, with a pack and a canoe on. And everybody else had gotten ahead of me somehow, and I think people, the rest of you went off to the right. I stayed along the river, and it was just, it was all, it was so vertical. I thought at times, if I didn't hang onto a tree, I'd fall over backwards, and uh, but made it. That, that sounds like most of the trip. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so when you, you start, like I say, with the Big East, you're doing the nice, the nice paddle, then into the boulders, then you get into the park where you're up in McCraney, nice, some flat water. Um, you know, you get around near the top. Uh, you know, there's bigger lakes going through uh, trout lakes. You guys went through trout lakes and whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, mm, then around. No, no, no. no. Did you not? No, no. Rain. Up, up through rain. And, rain, that's right. And, and uh, Tim, and then the Big Bob, and then down the, the nip from okay. from Big Bob. So there's quite the difference of terrain and, oh, and yeah. whatnot you saw. Yeah, yeah. So everything, if you take both years, um, the entire trip, what was the, the best Scenery on the entire trip. Mm-hmm. To tell you, you know, it did, it had been quite a while since I had been on the uh, the stretch of the Petawawa from Cedar down, and had spent a lot of a lot of time on the Petawawa over the years. You know, going way back, and it was like coming home. You know, I I really you yeah, know, realized yeah. how much I had missed. You know That's that stretch of the river, and coming out under radiant. You know, it's just it's just a, a lovely part of the park. That, that was my first time there. That's, that's what I was going to just say. It was the Petawawa there it was yeah. probably the most interesting. And up the Crow. Yeah, yeah up the Crow was challenging in a few <laughs> spots, but it was it yeah. was lovely. Yeah, yeah. the Petawawa. I had seen some of the Petawawa, but not the extent that we had covered in the Minas Link. It was. Uh, I like that area through Kildeer Lake, uh, yeah. Saint, uh, yeah. Francis mm. Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah beautiful yeah. area. Yeah. 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 Blueberry Falls. Yeah. 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 Uh, very rugged, remote feeling. Especially Kildeer. Yeah. 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 Well, I missed the trains. That, that, was, that was another <laughs> dimension for many years. And it was, and it touched on the Crow and Lavier, uh, Dixon Lavier down the Crow, and we were doing it the other way around, was the part of the very first route. We took uh, the very first time in the Algonquin in 1963, September 1963. Yeah, yeah. And the very first bear we saw in the park was at the lower end of the long portage on the Crow. Uh, uh, and, well, that's a whole story in itself, but that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, one of, one of the dimensions of, 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 the, of the whole trip that, 
was is really been kind of rewarding was blazing the <coughs> the Hood Lake Portage over mm, to McCraney. Right. Mm. Uh, <coughs> the the very first people to do the Minas Link were five women, young women who were staff on at, at Algonquin Outfitters, and they came to that stretch where where uh, uh, you go from the uh, uh, the upper end of the Big East over to McCraney, uh, and the, the plan was to go by way of um, McCraney Creek originally, mm. or to go over to Hood and find your way to McCraney. They thought they 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 had an idea of where they were going to go, and they ended up uh, uh, steering off the track and ending up at McCraney Creek of uh, that, and and it turned out to be a really rugged stretch for them. Uh, Jeffrey and I you know, looked it o over and, and tried to plot uh, with GPS and, and maps of uh, what seemed to be the most likely practical portage. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that we knew that historically it had been a portage once upon a time when we did that. But because uh, uh, I don't think it shows on any any maps that, that we were aware of. No, you, you, I knew there was one. Huh, I, okay. I wasn't sure where. Cause, I mean, the old uh, maps are, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the, liberal the, with their descriptions of where yeah, the portage yeah. is, and it would be just hellish trying to go up McCraney Creek. Oh yeah, 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 like like pickup sticks, uh, yeah, yeah. all the deadfall across. So the so so anyway, we we uh, uh, made our way to to Hood Lake on an old logging trail that runs for logging road that runs from, well, I guess trail at this point that runs from uh, uh, the Big East over to, to alongside Hood Lake. And, and then uh, uh, carried packs over the first time, followed with Jeffrey in the lead with the GPS uh, and flagging the route as we went, and then following the flagging with our canoes. And, uh, uh, and that turned out to be uh, pretty close to the portage that it was eventually uh, cut. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we went back and revisited it on the second leg of the Minas Link uh, that we did. On a variation that's not part of the official route, but we wanted to just see what the rest, of, you know, as foolish idiots that we are, of uh, see what the rest of the Big East would be like of, above that point. Yeah. So uh, we took a, a side trip uh, from Canoe Lake uh, uh, on that leg of the, that last leg of the Minas Link well, up through to West Harry and then down to Big East, uh, and did the hood the hood portage again. So uh, doing it again prompted our calling ourselves the hoodlums. You know, as, uh, right. As so at, at second pass over the, the first time over that uh, flagged route, uh, each the person who was carrying just a canoe has, had the uh, his partner mm -hmm. in the walking out in front to guide them <laughs> through the uh, the pretty tangled uh, woods. And uh, I really didn't need someone in front of me. All I had to do was listen for Marcus. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Banging and cursing. Bang, bang, bang. Bang. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, well, we didn't was... need the flagging. We could just follow the blue streak. The <laughs> <laughs> that was, those alders were rude. <laughs> yeah, no, but if you're if you're throwing out uh, swear words, it doesn't mean you're not having a good time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have an alder reach out and grab your left nipple and twist real hard? <laughs> I won't fall for that a third time. <laughs> well, I think I got lucky there because I started with the canoe. Uh -huh. And I went a ways, which really wasn't all that far. And then Jim took over, and uh, he just took it to the end. I said, yeah. "Okay, yeah. if you want to carry it the rest of the way, I'll let you." <laughs> We're about, you know, one fifth of the way. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the downhill side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good We're, system. We're missing the the, the uh, uh, sixth member of the of the missing link, who was there for the first round, Jim Black, uh, who's not here with us today. Uh, and he wasn't able to make it for the second leg, so we did it with five of us and a solo canoe. How much of the historical aspect did you guys check out while you were on the trip? Old canoe or old um, cabins, ranger cabins. Well, we stayed at the High View cabin, and we didn't stay. We, we just we uh, visited for lunch. I was going to say I stopped there for lunch. Yeah. Do so you remember on the uh, Hood Lake Portage, you mm -hmm. found the. Uh, Oh, right, the, the, the remnants of, of, of a sled. old sled. Logging, logging sled, the irons from it anyway, the wood was yep. gone. Yep. Wasn't it a whole bunch of sleds? Like it was oh, oh that was at, yeah, that's at the outer side. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah I I like, there was two different spots with 
metal remains. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because uh, part of the, part of that portage was along of uh, an old logging road. Yeah. Of. Uh, and we and we stopped and explored the spring camp, mm -hmm. even though we walked the rapids there. Mm -hmm. of, uh, at the foot of it, we pulled in and, and uh, uh, yeah. explored that. Yeah, I remember I, I pulled an old uh, stove face plate out of oh, Nipissing. Oh, uh, yeah, what, what was the uh, Nipissing? What's the name of that company? High Dam. Yeah. High Dam. Right in the middle, middle of that portage. Well, actually, at the upper end of it, you walk right through. At the, the height of land on that portage. Yeah, roughly, yeah. yeah okay. You went right through the uh, foundation of uh, probably the biggest building of a logging camp. Maybe the I think it was probably the kitchen, dining hall, and the the cook stove from that building and the main heating stove are in the woods farther along the portage in pieces. Uh, so it's neat to see some of the historical stuff yeah. up there as well that you were able to find yeah. some of it. Yeah. So it's more than just a regular canoe trip at that yeah. point. Yeah. Right. Now I know there's with the old dams and stuff like that. I mean, you guys are saying you, you saw some of the um, timbers at the side where the old logging chutes used to be and whatnot. So I'm sure that totally added to the trip as well. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, good. And given our, our experience in the park of uh, uh, even though the uh, uh, organic remains may not be there. Uh, if you know what you're looking for, there's evidence along many of the rivers of the stonework that went into the to the uh, the structures. Yeah. What were they? What did they call that? Where they would pile up stones to keep uh, the logs from getting diverted into an eddy. Yeah. Uh, I recently heard a name for that, but we remember when those were uh, stone faced with logs faced with uh, wrought iron. Plate, uh, flat stock that uh, about the same size as you'd use on the runners of the bobsleds, I think, and they were spiked to the to the logs. Is that where they would stand out in the river and push the logs out well, to keep it, them it, off the yeah, shore? At least in those with those, those kinds of devices, it yeah. was it was to to channel you know with the high water to, to carry the logs uh, right. and avoid. Jams, and on the, yeah. the upper Nipissing, you can still look down in the shallow areas, and, and it's just nothing but bark on the bottom from the logs that lost their bark on the way downstream. Yeah, I, and I know I've been on a couple, and you can still sometimes see the uh, the logging stamps uh -huh. on the end of some uh -huh. of the deadheads mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. like yeah. that. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. and deadheads, the uh, logs that didn't make it, that are yeah. waterlogged at one end, but still floating above the water at the, on other, the other end. On the other end, yeah. Especially on Francis, Francis Lake. Lake. Yeah. 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 So. Describe, if you will, a typical day on the trip. A regular morning was I would get up, mm. and John would hand me a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I started putting on all the medical tape. It got to be like more and more each morning. Oh, on your feet. Yeah. Blisters. Oh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah Jim, Jim Black, I mean, we didn't wear very good substantial foot. We're going up the Big East, you need shoes that could take a beating. And uh, if you try to get by with just running shoes or, or sneakers or whatever they're just going to be tattered by the time destroyed yeah. yeah so you get up you'd have your breakfast tear down camp yeah all Ooh. within a matter of hour oh minutes, minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> by six o'clock i was drinking coffee and my tent and seat bag was already packed away and if it wasn't i was in trouble <laughs> i was behind yeah. and we knew who was going to cook right we had a yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we had yeah, yeah we had Planned out day by day who was who was going to, to cook what meal, prepare what meal. So everybody was prepared for their turn of. Uh, uh, so things worked pretty smoothly, I think. You know, yes. pretty well. Yeah. 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 I mean, we were. I think we did really well until Jeffrey's uh, bread. You know. Uh, Ran out. Ran out. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey's bread. I didn't bring any bread, did I? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Scott's buns. That's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't even talked so, about the food. The food is one of the things oh I remember gosh. the best about the trip. Well, let's discuss the food then. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. The, you know, it wasn't dehydrated slop in a bag. It was. <laughs> <laughs> the second night, you're like, oh, we're having steak again, and yeah. uh, we had a. Pie on the yeah. first night. We had yeah. pie for dessert. And, and uh, uh, yeah, we had uh, pancakes, uh, uh, strips, strips. Monte Cristo sandwiches. 
the Monte Cristos. Yeah, Monte yeah. Cristos yeah. and the Maboyaca Lake. Yeah. I remember, and, and Scott's Scott's uh, spinach and egg. Uh, well, yeah, we had that usually the first the breakfast. First, first, first breakfast, breakfast was yeah. the egg patties. Yeah, yeah. But I remember the third breakfast. There was so much bacon you couldn't give it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the uh, pre-cooked bacon. Right. Uh, yeah. So all you have to do is well, and, but but we had sent up frozen. Uh, the Marcus had dropped off at Brent, and and Jake had had kept frozen mm. uh, pea meal oh, yes. bacon, which we had our first breakfast after you know the resupply at Brent. So and then we had with, egg, with, with eggs and you know. we had burgers that afternoon. Yeah, we too. bought a bunch of burgers that uh, went down pretty. And quickly. it was blistering hot that day too. Yeah. yeah. So w one of the things that didn't work out was. Uh, my uh, powdered yogurt, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 ended up, I ended up giving to a girls' camp out, yeah. parked outside of Jake's door. Yeah. At the well, and the other was in that, in that, in that uh, uh, vein uh, was the cliff bars uh, that people got sick of. Please take uh, my cliff bar. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd, we'd, we, uh, we would have uh, breakfast and we'd pack up and then we would lay out the snacks for mm. the day and uh, people would grab it. And yeah, it was a lot of cliff bars that people were getting a little tired with at yeah. the, the end of the trip. So, so, like, so well, at Brent, we passed them along to uh, uh, some North, was it was a Northway uh, crew yeah, of, of uh, girls. They were happy to get anything oh, we had, yeah. I mean, including the dried, yeah. uh, the powdered yogurt. How they hadn't tasted yogurt? it yet. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'd want to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you had a resupply on Rain Lake, a resupply up at Brent, mm -hmm. and then at the end of the first year, journey you guys a bunch of people met you on opiongo yes. and you did a nice little yes. celebratory meal there yeah. um so yeah so your days would start you'd get up you'd do all your breakfast and pack and whatnot and get on the water um about how long did you paddle each day or did it depend on the territory you're covering when were we, when were we get in the water between Usually eight and eight thirty yeah you're yeah. we on the water by nine most. and often on the water five to seven yeah 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 so you didn't really you just sort of aimed at this point of the day we're going to... Well, we, we had a rough idea of where we needed to, to, to get to to, to yeah. uh, make yeah. progress of, uh, and end up at, uh, at Opiango when we, when we said we were going to be. Uh, so I, I think it worked out pretty well. Mm. And yeah. based pretty much on, to plan, I think. Yeah, yeah to plan. Uh, uh, I, I think we, we spent more days on the Nipissing than I had imagined you know, we might to begin with. But uh, uh, how many days were we on the Nipissing? Four days? Four yeah, full days? Three. We did High Dam at Graham's Dam, and that one just before, uh, you know, near the Lockless Port. Three, three nights? Did I miss one? Rolling Dam. Rolling Dam, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, so yeah. I think it's three. Yeah, three nights, four days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Rest day on Cedar, yeah. Mm. Yeah. and I was commenting to you earlier, Mark, that after one week it felt like a month, and you were saying every day felt like a month. <laughs> <laughs> but you, the, the, the site that we stayed at on Cedar, we chose because you and your father had... Yes, that was my father's favorite campsite in Algonquin Park yeah. on Cedar Lake, and he took me there when I was a kid, and he loved it. It is a beautiful campsite. Yeah. Uh, it's on the largest island in Cedar Lake. Yeah. Nice sand beach. Nice sand beach. Um, although you're not allowed to have 20 tents, you could probably put 20 tents in the back where it's all sandy. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. And that, and after a really hot stretch, that was the hottest night of the of the whole trip too. That yeah. Was pretty, that was a pretty. It came at a good time. Night. I yeah. mean, if it'd been in the middle of a, yeah. of a stretch where we had to keep going, it would have been. But we were seeing uh, 30 plus. You know, days and, and humid. I think that's the same week there was people back in Toronto that were dying. I mm. had like 11 deaths, heat-related deaths that week in Toronto. Huh. And that one day when we were going down Francis Lake, I recorded a temperature with my thermometer at the time in the shade of 37 Celsius. Mm. So it was a hot day. And I remember looking at my arm and thinking there was flames dancing on my arm because it felt like there was literally flames coming off my arm. It was just burning so bad. And we just got swimming like 20 minutes before. Yeah, we were swimming <laughs> just, yeah. But I think the heat was kind of made us, yeah. you know, yeah. like, let's just take yeah. a break now. Yeah. Yeah. But we did it at that day off in Cedar when halfway through the day we're like, what do we do now? We're bored. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Didn't really need a full day off. Yeah. We'd just yeah. taken a half a day or a late morning start. It was enjoyable. I don't know if a lot of people 
do the traveling everyday trip. They go and set up and mm -hmm. are somewhere for a couple of days. So I yeah. really enjoyed the every day you were you were yeah. traveling. Yeah. yeah. I I had never done like every day to the extent like we might do like two or three days traveling the rest day, right? Uh -huh. So when you guys have been doing this for so long and like, you, like Scott was saying, it's just another canoe trip. It didn't take you guys to get dialed in as a group all that long get into your routine, your daily routine. No, our compatibility as, as persons is, yeah, we gelled, it's, it's gelled a, yeah. quite well. It Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. And that really makes true. a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it just, you know, being good humored, uh, uh, prepared for challenges. This is, you know, this is what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, is an opportunity to to uh, to test ourselves and, and, uh, uh, and, and accepting of the fact that you know, this this kind of uh, tripping is is going to have surprises. You know, and mm -hmm. you just go with the flow. You yeah. know, it, it yeah. may get yeah. uncomfortable. Uh, uh, you know, you may swear at getting swatted in the in the face by uh, the alders or whatever. Yeah. But uh, when you're you know not prepared for it, but it's just all part of the it's part of the come deal. with a good first aid kit, kit, good repair kit. I mean, don't go overboard and have this big heavy thing. But think about what's might happen and uh, come prepared for it. Was there anything on the entire trip that was unexpected? I mean, like you say, you go into it, you know what you're doing, where you're going, where you plan to be, your food drops, and you know, here's your gear and yeah. stuff. But was there We've anything that, that totally yeah. took you by surprise? Most, yeah, the thing that surprised me the most is I would be turning down thirds nine days into a, a wilderness trip, and you're saying, no, no, I can't. At meal times? Yeah, meal time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hadn't been on the Upper Nipissing in uh, quite a while, and I was surprised at the log jam that we had to portage around. There's now, now kind of a permanent log jam uh, above High Falls. Uh, I, I wish that we'd had the time to, to break it up. <laughs> uh, but I think that's going to become more and more common as big trees fall into the river, and you know, the, the loggers kept those roots open. When the park was was perhaps staffed more fully mm. than it is now, uh, there were there were park work crews who were out there, you know, uh, keeping things open in a way that uh, isn't happening anymore, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. That's the yeah. nature of the beast, you know. Of, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably a good thing to make it wilder. Yeah. Mm. <coughs> But these small rivers, you know, like the Nipissing and and Bonshare of uh, uh, you know deadfall span the, can span the river, you know, pretty easily, and uh, uh, that that goes with the you know with the nature. No, we didn't do any bushwhacking on the first trip, except the hood like portage. On the second trip, there was quite a bit more, and that's become, as for us who were pretty experienced, that's it's a really fun way to make the trip more challenging is to. Uh, go where there aren't established trails. Yeah, because Algonquin Park, they've got the portages all laid out and the campsites all laid out for mm -hmm. you in the, mm -hmm. in the interior. <coughs> so finding something new really, especially with, with you, John and Mark, from how long you guys have been canoe tripping, I'm sure it's definitely a throwback to the good old days, as it were. <laughs> Being able to bushwhack somewhere people sure, rarely they didn't go. Th or. They didn't even think about it. This is where we want to go? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun on the second part. Mm. Yeah. That was a that was a long portage on the old roads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We discovered the, the, the waterfall. Yeah, the, the Hood Hoodlum Falls. Hoodlum yeah. Falls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on Mink Creek. Uh -huh. Yeah. So uh, if any anybody who who you have to get Jeff's latest map. <laughs> anybody who, who buys Jeff's latest map, uh, they uh, uh, they can find. Uh, Hoodlum Falls, and if and if you uh, if you manage to find it and get there, uh, let us know. We'll uh, we'll we'll send you something special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not to be missed. It's a beautiful yeah. little yeah. It is. It's a lovely nice swimming hole. swimming hole. Yeah. yeah. Now you guys talked about at the beginning there the the Big East River was probably one of the hardest spots. If each of you had to pick the best and worst point. Of the entire both years combined. Oh. For me, it's pretty easy. Uh, no bread. The, you know, the Big East because it was you know just wild and you know you felt like you were adventuring along unexplored territory. And the worst was the Big East because it, <laughs> <laughs> it was terribly difficult. 
again, like, you know, just the foot damage and, uh, you know, both times, you know, both going up like the, the part of the river that had water and coming down, you know, the bit that didn't the second time and just how much pork I was doing, like, we did at least 5k in one go to get to Marion. Yeah. I think and we spent more oh. time in the water than we did in the canoe on the Big East. <laughs> yeah. Oh, more time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. Like on foot in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. out, of the, out of the canoe than in the canoe. Yeah. For me, the worst part of the whole Big East was the last uh, <laughs> 100 meters. When, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We, we just past McCraney Creek. Yeah. Oh, to, yeah. To get to the old logging yeah. road, it was... Brutal. I mean, yeah. we had to carry the packs, yeah. then the canoes. The big, wet, mossy boulders, and, yeah. and uh, uh, the footing was... Someone uh, could have easily gotten hurt. Yeah. I remember we were dragging over a log, me and Marcus, just around that point, and I was stepping out onto the log, and I was exhausted by that point, so I missed the log whenever, right over the side of the boat. <laughs> but, but now the new portage... It the, starts uh, at the... Starts uh, below that. Yeah, yeah. starts... Uh, right. Where uh, uh, just below where uh, McCraney Creek comes into the river, so that that oh below the split and the forks below yeah. the forks. oh yeah. really yeah. yeah well that's handy yeah, yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. everybody else has it easy I mean doesn't like camping yeah. Yeah. yeah well I would be contrary to Jeff I think the best was West Harry down to Hood I enjoyed that the most oh. even though it was probably the one of the tougher sections yeah. White Cat Lake through White Cat. Uh, I through I certainly enjoyed that because because Scott was carrying the canoe. <laughs> 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 that's what I mean like you know the biggest in itself I, I liked it yeah. I liked you know the, like the adventure to it right like no we idea saw what you were that, uh, yeah. yeah we saw we found that old dam on Marion at the end of Marion Lake oh, yeah, 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 Mink yeah. Creek yeah yeah and yeah. the worst for me was the Matawaska which for me on the second link was 41 kilometers solo on an oxbow river mm. that was a tough day for me I was completely wiped at the end of that day <laughs> Well, maybe the only disappointment I had is that we weren't seeing the sights either. Mm, like we were, mm, we were moving. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So before the trip, I would look at the map and say, "Oh, we could stop and check this out. We yeah. could stop here and look at this." Yeah, we did none of that. We just yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, every, yeah, that it really is a a downside. A yeah. Yeah, downside yeah. Yeah. Point A yeah. to point B without anything in between. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The commando camping is a friend of mine <laughs> describes that. Yeah, it wasn't quite that though. Yeah, no, no leisurely shoreline yeah. uh, paddling to right. Yeah. Well, I remember at the at the end that five k portage. John took one break in the middle, and he ran the end. The, the, the uh, yeah, race, he did it. What'd you do? Ninety nine minutes or something? Well, I was the first one over, and Jim Black came behind me, and and then we t we took a nap for a couple of hours, and everybody else. <laughs> 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 the, 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 the Dixon Bantel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. a brutal portage. Well, I remember the on the second one. No, the second one from oh, oh from the past me. one to Opiango. Oh, yeah. oh, oh the last oh. one from Sunday Lake to yeah. Opiango. No, uh, Sproul Lake, Sproul Lake. Well, yeah, I, I you were jogging that portage. I could yeah. see you going off in the bush ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I figured. Well, the need for uh, this bowel, is my, this you know frequent bowel movements really gets him moving. Sixty-nine-year-old yeah. guy yeah. through the jungles of Algonquin just yeah. zipping ahead and past this forty-year-old guy. Well, I thought, damn, if this is my last hurrah, I'm going to make it a good one, good yeah. one. <laughs> and a fast one. <laughs> but it, for me, the most uh, the, the most miserable time was on uh, Pishneko when we is that how you pronounce it? Oh, the twenty-four it? hours of rain. Yeah, we had a uh, <laughs> oh tw twenty. Picture. Was it pitcher? Started on pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah pitcher, yeah. Uh, uh, Twenty-four hours of rain, and it was cold. Yeah, you know, and, and we had a, a tarp slung up uh, uh, that evening at our campsite for dinner, but but the wind was blowing, so the tarp was low. So you're you know you're just kind of yeah. hunkered down yeah. and you know trying to you know we had a really nice uh, shepherd's pie that uh, yeah uh, Scott made yeah yeah. yeah. But yeah, both of you did shepherd's pie that were really did, uh, hit the spot. Uh, that's the only, we had a discussion that on that site of whether or not to go the next day. Huh. Should we hunker down mm -hmm. and not yeah. go, or should yeah. we just yeah. go through the rain all day yeah. long? Right. And I think the consensus was is that we weren't going to have enough food if we stayed yeah. another mm -hmm. day. So we yeah. had to keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, to me, like the one lesson was like, I know that like you don't want your hand forced. Like and it wasn't like I don't think it was like. It wasn't a safety problem or whatever. But like, let's say there was some alternate scenario where it would be like, oh, we shouldn't move because it would be unsafe, right? Like lightning or whatever, right? And you don't want to really find yourself in a situation where it's like, well, we could not eat. <laughs> or, you know, so like, yeah. as, for me, the one lesson is just in general, you know, bring a little bit of extra food. That day that we did, you know, travel, uh, you know, when we were trying to decide, 
Uh, actually, it was some really nice, different terrain. That yeah. portage through the, the grass mm -hmm. around the creek, mm -hmm. you know, the, dis the, the lake w that wasn't there that uh, yeah. it was supposed to be, and and uh, mm -hmm. and the and the Corkscrew River, uh, oh uh, yeah, uh, Upper Potter Creek. Of, uh, Beautiful area. Yeah, mm. <coughs> and 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 because of the portage, it's a remote area. Not many people go there. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, and and. And uh, and it's really true of of of, of most of, of the Algonquin interior. If people are looking for uh, uh, places where they can get away and have a sense of uh, of what the backcountry really is like, all you need to do is is get a, a, a couple thousand meters of portaging behind you, and you'll you'll find yourself uh, in in territory that you're not going to be competing with too many people for campsites. Yeah. How, how many people did we see on our trips? Oh, not many, right? Not many no. at all. Never yeah. we didn't see anybody. Even in July. Four days we <coughs> through it. Yeah. yeah. That was that was a nice bonus. Petawawa yeah. we didn't I don't see remember anybody. seeing anybody on the Petawawa either. Yeah, no, we had those river runners. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, radiant. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, it's beginning at uh, Sawyer Rapids, uh, below Radiant. ABS, yeah. ABS canoes that were going uh, over rocks and yeah, taking the shape yeah, of the rock and yeah, oh, this, 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 I can't remember a, a, a white water club of some sort of people yeah. and you know d decked out in the helmets and the whole nine yards, and they had a leader who was who was leading the way, but the you know the people who were following, of uh, uh, you know were behind enough that they you know they were on their own and, and rattling around on the rocks <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, so you know, if, if if we were inclined to, to to be running rapids behind them, all we had to do was avoid them, and we wouldn't hit the rocks. <laughs> they were finding them pretty well themselves, yeah, right? right. Mm -hmm. but, if you could tell anybody any section of this route to do, if somebody had a few days and were able just to go, what section of this entire route, both years, would you guys suggest? Well, it all depends on the skill level of the of the people. Just a regular, maybe they've been canoe tripping for a couple of years. I'd, if they I like the Big East River uh, going up to Distress Dam. It's a nice area. Would you recommend that for some Well, I don't know if we're beginners. Oh, for beginners? No, no. Not for beginners, <laughs> but. If somebody was wanting to start to push themselves a little more, I would say McCraney to Brule. Right. Mm -hmm. That was really nice. That was yeah. nice. Mm. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that, that. That would get them out back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, you know, the the area that that have traveled, you know, multiple times over the years and never loses its uh, appeal, is uh, uh, from Cedar Lake, uh, you know, down the Pet to the to the Crow, up the Crow through Lavier of. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, you'd, ha you'd have to to fill it out to to make a loop out of it, but uh, that whole part of the park is is is, is still hasn't hasn't lost any of its magic. You know, in 50 years of uh, canoeing you know, in the park, and that, and that's no matter where you're canoeing, uh, and no matter how many times you've done it, you're a different person each time you do it. The land is changing, and uh, well, certainly the weather. Yeah, the weather, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, you can just yeah. keep doing this forever and yeah. finding it new. So would you guys do this trip again? For sure. Yes. And would you do it again in two years, or would you like to do it in one? I'd like oh. to do it again in Wait, one, I, one. Yeah, doing one it in one trip. go would be the way to yeah. do it, I think, if you were going to do it again. Mm -hmm. So you can do more trips the next year somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah. But you had a good enough time that you'd do it again. Oh, yeah. I think I'm up for that challenge. So to finish this off, let's just ask a question of each of you. You can each answer. Now, I know when I'm at the end of a long canoe trip, you sort of get that, oh, can't believe this is over mm. sort of thing. When you guys finally finish, I mean, I guess you can, you can do it as a whole or as the two parts, the two, the two different years. And I think the, the, the first year would probably be the bigger how did you feel, um, for instance, when you got to Opiongo? On the lat, you knew it was over. The first part, or the second part, like the completion. 
The whole thing. Oh, you do do both. Um, the first year, okay. Because the way we half. yeah we did it backwards the second time, so we finished both links at Opion. So, so yeah, your your first year was the big year. Yeah. You know we, we wow, I can't believe we did this and we finished this. and We still got the oh, other okay. half, right. and then this end of the second year, it's you've just finished this entire loop. Well, I mean, for me, right? Like you know, on some portage when we're actually doing it. Uh, especially when nobody else is around, there's lots of swearing. Like, why am I doing this? This is stupid. You know, sure <laughs> nobody else heard me doing that. Hopefully, yeah. right? But certainly, you know, by the end, you know, um, I missed it. Like, you know, if only because you know, uh, you know, doing everything with these people for you know a couple of weeks, right? You, you get very used to it, and like, it's very, I don't know, very. There's something special about it. And so, you know, when that, when when the trip's over, it's, it feels very odd. You know, not having that, like, you're just like, well, let's, let's just get up and do the same thing we did yesterday. And at some point, it's like, oh, I guess we're not going to do that. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's a bit of, a little bit sad, I guess. Yeah. But it's also Ten. celebratory that you, mm -hmm. you pulled it off. Yeah. It was a little, it was, uh, it was an, it, it, I don't know if anticlimactic is uh, climactic. That's, that's what happened with the, with the weather, right? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, of, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it, it, in in a way, just want to have it keep going. Yeah, you still want the memories to end. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. you don't you don't want it to end. The uh, two were a little different for me. The the first one, we had a bit of a group gathering the last night, but we still had to paddle and finish the next morning mm. coming right. out at Opeyongle. Oh my god! Yeah, we, we got the race to the docks, and then you're done. You who you're done. And you get right into your truck and you drive for six hours and you're like, this is weird. I mean, yeah. I'm driving and there's people and cars. It's a little, it's a little weird. You're kind of, oh, it's over. It's over. I'm going home. The second year, um, we finished. And again, the race to the dock. Woohoo, we're finished and everybody's supposed to be there. And, Oh, we finished so early. Nobody's here. <laughs> so then nobody was there to greet yeah, us. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was like, uh, where was yeah. where's, where's the cheering Where's crowds? the band? Yeah. All hail the conquering right, heroes, right. and no one shows up. <laughs> but, but then family and friends came, and you had a party for a few days. And we hired a taxi to take us up to Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we felt yeah, good. Used the taxi. Water taxi. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but uh, I don't know that I've ever finished a, a, a canoe trip that uh, that I was ready prepared for it to end you know well especially longer canoe yeah. trips like that mm. sort of a bittersweet moment by the sounds of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and when the and and when you do a, a canoe trip that's long enough uh you have that experience somewhere in the middle of it you know when you know you're not thinking about you know the end you know you're there you know you have you have that experience of you know you know Going from one you know point to the next, uh, uh, that's that's really special that you don't get in a weekend. You know, it just right. mm -hmm. it, it, it doesn't even come in a week. You know, you need yeah. you need a longer experience to really yeah. lose yourself. And your gear disappears. You aren't thinking all the time. Uh, at least not for me, at the beginning of a trip, I where did I put that? You know, yeah. and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. after a while, all that kind of is background, and you're just there. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the less mind shatter. Uh, yeah, it, take, very, it, very takes, it, it takes a while to acquire what I used to call a wood's eye. You know, where you could actually see, you know, what you're experiencing, where you could, you know, pick out animals and and have the have the vision, you know, to really take in where you are. It takes a while to get away from the buzz and the and the chatter, you know, that that takes up space in your head. Three days. Yeah. So at least three days. At least three days. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you guys really had a good time. Would you recommend somebody else to do this? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. You're in yeah. for an adventure, yeah. big time. Yeah. 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 Especially the first few days, trying to get up into the park. It's really rough, and once you're in the park, you're in civilized country because all the portages <laughs> are signed, so are the campsites, and there's thunder boxes. <laughs> Before that, you're in for some rough stuff. <laughs> so if it was this entire trip like this, but it was all like the East River, like no no signed portages, no, mm. would you do that trip? Done it before up yeah. northwestern. Yeah, Sequatico Superior. So, yeah. No, uh, 
no well, and, and we did it just a, a couple springs ago on the Bonshare, you know, yeah. to going from uh, mm, uh, that's right, uh, McCaskill down to uh, uh, what was that last lake that we that we hit? Uh, uh, but it would, you know, it was out, you know, outside the park. Beaver you know, so, Lake. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, that was that was uh, that's you know, there are there are. Few places in the park where you could do that sort of thing, but uh, 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 they're there. They're there, you know, and 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 it's of uh, uh, you know, it's an opportunity. Uh, it's like going out your back door and discovering that uh, you know there's some undiscoverable of uh, uh, little piece of woods or forest that uh, that no one's been in, you know, in, in quite a long time. Well, and that one, I remember, you know, you pull into Longer Lake, you see some other people, and they have no concept of what we just went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah we did. It, we followed a snowmobile trail, except it was summer. At least through that, through that uh, spruce swamp, yeah. it felt uh, like this wasn't yeah. the right time yeah. of the year to be taken. But if again, if 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 you you take a look at at a map like the ones that that. Uh, 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 Jeffrey has put together. Uh, he shows on those maps old canoe mm -hmm. routes, you know, and old uh, uh, portages that uh, are not maintained anymore. But there are opportunities for exploring, you know, in ways that uh, otherwise aren't available when you stay on the red lines, you know, mm -hmm. or the black lines. <laughs> well, that's why I do it. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you guys did a lot of exploring. It sounds like you guys had an absolute blast doing it. And I'd like to thank you guys for uh, sharing these with the uh, stories with us to uh, see what exactly it is, and hopefully people pick up a map and maybe follow in your footsteps. Thank you. Right. Yeah, thank you. Fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah.